All right, everybody, it's your boy right here, man, Black Pill Steph. Welcome to the first episode, really, pilot episode of Black Pill Sports Talk, man. I am your boy, Black Pill Steph. Y'all know me from my Instagram, dropping them red pill content, Kevin Samuels, everybody who's dropping that cold content of men and women, what they should be, traditional general. But today we're doing a doing a quite serve, that swerve, you feel me, of sports. If y'all don't know me, I'm a sports head, I'm a sports fanatic, plus I'm a man. We all, we all know men love sports, especially black men. So we're going to dive into it, man. Y'all going to love this uh, new lane that I am. Uh, by the grace of God, follow Christ. We're going to talk about sports. I got a lot of stuff to dive into about last night's Thursday night football game, as well the last night two basketball games, as well this weekend of action of the World Series starts tonight. We have college football this weekend as well tonight, as well many other plethora, as well the NHL season started as well, uh, I think last night as well. So we're going to give it to it, man. So last night, NBA action, man. We got the Bucks versus the 76ers. If you don't know about the Bucks and 76ers, the number one story, man, is Daryl Morey and James Harden. What's up with James Harden? James Harden did not want to be in Philly this year. He was backing out. He wanted out. Daryl Morey was not trying to get good. This man signed one of the biggest, one of the pretty much biggest extensions. This is the man that ran himself out of uh, Houston, gained all that weight. They call him Mark Henry. Because he didn't want to be there because uh, Daryl Murray, this, this is the guy who got Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook thrown from there. West, uh, uh, Chris Paul went to Phoenix. West went to Washington. He stayed. But once he found out he didn't want to be there no more, Daryl Murray took his talents to Philly and James was by himself. What James do? James went to Brooklyn because Kyrie wanted him there. Him, Kyrie, KD was supposed to be this new big three trio. That flamed out because Kyrie couldn't keep himself healthy. James couldn't keep himself healthy. As well, y'all know how KD is a walking injury. But even though KD's a walking triple-double, I say triple-double, he's a walking scoring machine. Let me take that back. He's a walking scoring machine. Hold on, y'all. Let me uh, plug up my laptop, y'all, because y'all got Apple. Y'all know how this goes. You feel me? So everybody know KD is a walking scoring machine. And so with the James Hard- with the James Harden issue, we knew that James Harden – he didn't want to carry like he did in Houston. He was that scoring machine. He won MVP. He went to the Western Conference Final against Golden State and choked when Chris Paul wasn't in Game 7 against Golden State. Y'all know the rest. That's when Golden State won their first championship against my boy LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he went to Brooklyn with Kyrie and KD. Next thing you know, he ran himself out of Brooklyn. Why? Because, like I said, when Kyrie went down, he was injured. I mean, Kyrie went down, Kyrie was injured. James at KD, but KD was out sometimes too. And then you got Ben Simmons. So he's looking at, well, I can't carry the load by, by myself, so I want out. What did they do? They gave they gave him to Daryl Murray, his boy from Houston, to Philly. With last year's reigning MVP, Joel Embiid, one of the best big men next to Joker. And we thought Philly was going to be this noise. Guess what? We was wrong. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the 76ers were wrong for that James Harden thing because they thought James Harden was going to be the scoring machine. Like he was in Houston as well. We saw promise in Brooklyn. Did we not? We did. But let's keep it. Let's keep it pushing. So last night we heard news. This is last. This is actually the day of the game that James Harden was supposed to rejoin the team. But did he play last night? No. Nah. Because last night was the first uh, sighting we got to see of Dame and Giannis together. Um, I think they played together the, the night before, on October twenty fifth. If not, let me see. They did not play. So they the first. Giannis and Dame, Dame time uh, pairing was today against the 76ers. The score was 117 to 118. Dame showed, I think, the box score uh, for the, we're going to go with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis had 23 and 13. 
Chris Middleton had six points. Brooke Lopez had 13. Dame had 39. Beasley had five and in the bench, right, with uh, Bobby Portis, Crowder, Payne, etc. Now, with the 76ers, I'm thinking that James Harden is going to be there. He wasn't. P.J. Tucker didn't score a damn thing. Uh, Tobias Harris scored 20. Joel Embiid scored 24. Uh, Tyrus Maxey scored 31. And Melton scored 10. And then Kenny Albright Jr., who was a great, great scorer, dropped 27 off the bench. It was a great game. But Dame Time, that's why I got my watch. Dame Time hit that clutch shot, you feel me, to, to, to catapult the Milwaukee Bucks for their first win of the season, of this 82-game season, over the seven, uh, Philadelphia 76ers. But the number one question is, what is James Harden going to do? <sighs> Sorry, y'all. What is James Harden going to bring when he comes back? Remember, this man did not want to be there this season. So we're going to look up James Harden's contract for this year. So he signed a two-year, $68 million extension with the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a fully guaranteed 76 $0.64 million extension with the 76ers. So you break that down, that's over $34 million a year for two years. I realize this man didn't want to come back. They were trying to do trades. You heard all the trades in the building. They said Clippers. They You heard Golden State. I'm hearing the Lakers, which I do not want him on. We got a good team. Y'all don't know I'm a Lakers fan too, but you know I'm a Lakers fan. That's why I'm here in Miami. He wanted to go to South Beach. That's where Dane wanted to go. Dane wanted to go to South Beach with Jimmy Butler, and he loved the Pat Riley culture. If you don't know about Pat Riley culture, look what he did for LeBron. Look what he did for D-Wade. Look what he did for that, that culture. He brings a championship attitude because this man coached the Lakers with Magic. Then he went to New York co- coaching bad boys with Oakley and Ewing and Stark and, 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 and the boys, uh, boys up there. So there's a different culture when you go to South Beach. That's where James Harden wanted to go. But really, the reason why he wanted to go, because his boy there. Butler, same with Dane, his boys Butler there. Plus, it's South Beach, man. You on the coast of Florida? It don't get cold. It's the same temperature every single day. And Lord, Lord have mercy, Lord. Let, let me tell you something, Lord, about that. Let me tell you something about South Beach. I ain't been to Miami, but y'all know how Miami is. Is if Vegas is the city of sin, then Miami is the city of temptation. I know they call it the Sunshine State, the Sunshine State, but it's Temptation Island over there. You feel me? But we gonna see what James Harden bring. James Harden, this past uh, we're gonna look up his we're gonna look up his stats from last year. I know his stats didn't do as good, but last year this man averaged 21 points for Philly. The same prior when he got to Philly, he averaged 21 points, 10.5 assists, and he had 10.7 since last year. So walking double double. Brooklyn, let's go back to the two years he was in Brooklyn. 24.6. 11 assists, 22.5, 10.2 assists. And let's not go with Houston, man, because this man was a walking scoring machine. 25, 34, 36, 30, 29, 29, 27, 25, 26. Man was a walking bucket. I know he was at prime scoring machine. He was a walking, talking bucket. James Harden was a walking bucket. But guess what happens? When when something don't go your way and you're that prima donna, you're the diva, but you back it up on the court, so there's certain things you're entitled to. And James Harden was entitled to that. I'm not denying what I'm not denying he's uh entitled to what he wants. His boy Daryl Moore could, could give could give him the key to the city. But did he give him the key to the city? Nah. He had to work for that. But he got himself out of there because Daryl Moore was out of there. There was not players. 
He didn't want to play with Boogie Cousins. He didn't want to play with John Wall. Y'all heard the John Wall uh, press conference when he got there. After they took the loss, this is when James Harden came back looking like the Michelin man and Mark Henry put together, put all that weight. And he, and he didn't want to be there. So guess what? They traded him to Brooklyn. And what happened? All that weight just drastically fell off. They thought he wore a fat suit just to get out of there. And when he got to Brooklyn, he was all this lean, swole, cut-up point guard that, that Houston didn't get before he got up out of there. But when the injuries started happening with Kyrie, who didn't want to come to work, with KD, who was low management as well, he got injured. First, uh, I think it was the first coach. I think Steve Nash had him. Steve Nash had him as a first-year coach. It wasn't going his way. They didn't even get, they didn't get past the first round. They got beat by Milwaukee by the toenail game seven when I think the game six, KD dropped 50. But then when they uh, they didn't finish it because Giannis, the whole toenail incident where, you know, uh, they thought KD had his toe on toe behind the line, but his foot was online because he got them big-ass clown feet. And he did that. So they lost in game seven. To, I think it's the Eastern, the semifinals, they lost to Milwaukee. And that's when Milwaukee went on to beat Atlanta, and then they beat uh, Phoenix to win their first championship. The previous year, when he went, when he was in Philly, when he was in Brooklyn before he got traded to Philly, y'all know that he lost. They lost to was it was it uh was it Philly again, or was it um Boston where they got swept? I'm not really sure, but I think it was Philly or Boston where they got beat, and uh, I know they got swept before Katie got up out of there by Boston. So, you know, he went to Philly. They thought him and Joel was going to be this this uh, one and two combo, kind of like the old school. Um, I hate to say it, but uh, I may be blasphemous, but the whole uh, John, uh, John, uh, John Stockton, Carl Malone pick and roll offense. You know, you know, John Stockton was is the most assist. Uh, I think one of the top three assist leader in the NBA. And you had Carl Malone, the mailman. Uh, Top, he was top two in scoring before LeBron came to all-time leading scorer. They thought they were going to have that, but they was dead, dead wrong. Dead wrong about that. Now we're looking at this season because um, you know, you're looking at Joel Embiid and he just he just disappointing. He didn't have his, his like if you saw the last year, we're going to look up what they lost. We're going to look up the uh, his playoff record too, uh, James Harden playoff record. It's, it's, it's not good. James Harden's playoff record um if I can look at it, I think he's one in. I don't. I don't think he ain't never been. To, he ain't been to the final since OKC. I think. <clears throat> so his his playoff record is not really. His playoff record is okay, but he hasn't been to no championship. And that's the and that's the end goal for any NBA veteran or in in uh those coming into the league. You always want you want, you want to win that championship. You want to have that on your resume. And that's why, to me, like this loyalty stuff, we seen that back in the old school days with the Knicks, with the uh, Heat, even like Sir Charles with Phoenix. And then he went to Houston trying to get a ring. But that was after, you know, Prime McKean, Prime Kenny, Prime Ori. Uh, and Ori left to L.A. and got his rings with the Lakers and got, you know, whatever. Charles didn't get his ring. Came close, on came, came close. But, you know, Sir Michael, Jeffrey Jordan stopped him in six games in Phoenix and got his championship. But, you know, Charles was loyal to Phoenix before he went to Houston. And, you know, AI, one of my one of my favorite point guards, was loyal to Philly. And then, you know, he went to Denver and the whole notion of that, uh, the whole notion of that, you know, that debacle being happening. And then he went to Detroit before he was run out, ran out the NBA. My man never got a ring. Uh, 
Tracy McGrady, the same. So in retro aspect, I do feel what James Harden is trying to do. He wanted to win a championship, but sometimes that championship doesn't mean anything. That's what Dwight Howard said for uh, Dwight Howard got that ring with the Lakers in the bubble. So I guarantee they're having a different conversation. Dame, my man at 10 grand, is the same thing. Dame didn't think, you know, getting a ring will make his career. Because he's already, to me, James and Dame are already a Hall of Famer. I think James is one of the top 75 players in the NBA, but Dame's not. If I'm wrong, let me know uh, below as well. As well, I forgot. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe to this video, and share it. Uh, Black Pill Steph Sports. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Uh, as well. But I think that Dame needs that ring. Even though he's a Hall of Famer, he's a walking, he's a scoring machine. Dame hasn't been past the Western Conference Finals in a minute. And he went, and he went like once or twice in his career. But now he, now he's in the East, and you know the East is pretty. The East is not pretty stacked in a way. It's Milwaukee. It's Boston. You can give me Miami in a way. But it's really this them two. It's Milwaukee and it's Boston. Don't give me Brooklyn. Don't give me uh, Atlanta. Don't give me Toronto. It's out of Milwaukee and it's out of Boston. That's it. But with that being said, James Harden needs to show up and show out if he's trying to redeem himself on what happened last year and the news that's been going around tarnishing his name in a bad way because you know he's been that type of cat since he left Houston and went to Brooklyn and got himself out of Brooklyn and went to Philly. Now it's time to get out of Philly. This is going to be your, let me see, Houston, Philly, Houston, Brooklyn, Philly. This will be your fourth team. I'm not talking about OKC where you got drafted from. I'm talking about you moving around from team to This will be your fourth team if you got up out of there. And, you, and, the, and the notion of James Harden will be he's a toxic cancer teammate that can't get it right. He is a toxic cancer teammate that can't get it right. He's a prima donna. He's a diva. And it's all about him. It's all about him, and that's all he wants to talk about. It can't be that way. If you try and get a championship, you're going to have to look at certain things. you got to look yourself in the mirror and figure out what are you going to change about yourself so the teammates can trust you. I can't. It's like going into work and you seeing a guy who keeps bitching and complaining about certain, simple, certain situations that they can't get themselves out of because they have no control over it. Bro, take your, zip up your boots, grab your lunch pail, and let's get to work. I don't care anything about you want to if you want to make your name known, get to work and show the work. I know James Harden stats is there. You saying, man, Black Steph, you tripping? He's one. He's James Harden is a great score machine. He's a great offensive player. But when you miss that, when you mix that diva attitude in this game, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? You can give me Kobe, but Kobe worked day in and day out on his game. You can give me Mike. Mike worked day in and day out. Magic, Kareem, Larry, Shaq, you name it, Giannis, Steph, LeBron, Katie, you name it, they bang it and they back it up every single time. James Harden has not shown me in his career that he can back it up and lead his team to championship. He is a choke artist. Should I bring up game seven against, uh, should I bring up game seven against um, Golden State Warriors? With that being said, let me take a break. And we'll be right back on the Black Pill Stuff Podcast. So give me one minute, y'all. Peace. So, yeah, man. So James Hardy, man, you got to get your act together, dog, for real. Um, like I mentioned, if you want to be mentioned with the greats, you're going to have to get your act together. As well, another score that went down last night uh, was the Los Angeles Lakers. Let me get this score. I apologize for the break. We are back from break. I apologize for saying that. But we are back from break, uh, like I mentioned before. So 
With that being said, let's get into the next score, which was the Los Angeles Lakers, I apologize, versus the Phoenix Suns. If you do know that I am a big Lakers fan, actually I'm a LeBron head since he came out of Cleveland, uh, came out of St. Mary's Vincent High School in Cleveland, or Akron, Ohio, where he's from. Last night, the Lakers defeated the Phoenix Suns, 95-100. to um, If I can get the box score, the score. Um, Kevin Durant had 39 Slim Reaper, uh, Jokic had 10, Nurkic had 4, Eric Gordon had 15, Allen, Grayson Allen had 6, Eubanks, uh, Wannabe, Little, and Goodwin. Excuse me. Um, but no Bradley, no Devin Booker, and no, and no uh, Bradley Bill didn't play this game. Um, so, but let's look at the Lakers box score. 80 had 30. Uh, LeBron had 21, Russell had 14, Austin Reeves had 10, uh, Hachimura had 7, Woods had 7, Christian Camrays had 4, uh, Vincent had 7. But I thought I thought they were sending, if y'all know what I know, I thought they were sending D'Angelo Russell to, uh, I thought they were sending D'Angelo Russell to um, the G League. And, um... Hold on, y'all. I got technical difficulties. Give me one minute. I got technical difficulties. My computer's going off. I'm sorry. Hold on. All right, we back after technical difficulties. Um, we talked about the Lakers and the Suns. So, like I said, man, uh, Lakers beat the Suns 100 to 95. 80 had 30. King James had 21. Uh, Slim Reaper had 39. But this was out. No Devin Booker, no Bradley Beal. And you got to realize as well, remember the game, the number one opener with the Lakers was against the champion Nuggets, uh, who got their rings. That was the 25th or the 24th. And they beat them by, I think, 17 points. Let me see, y'all. I apologize. Um, let me go to the NBA. I think, it was, I think it was the 24th. So I think it was a couple, I think it was the 24th they beat them. Um, the Wednesday uh, they played because... No, it was Tuesday. Yeah, it was Tuesday. My bad, it was Tuesday. Yeah, two games. Yeah, uh, they beat them one, one, 107 to 119, and the Suns uh, beat the Warriors 108 104. And that's without Bradley Beal that the Suns won, and Lakers got annihilated because I'm gonna pull up Anthony Davis' stats of uh, this game uh, because I want to show you he has 17 this game. LeBron had the same 21. And then you fast forward to Phoenix, he had 40. And you know, if you watch First Take, one of my favorite sports shows, Stephen A. calls uh, Anthony Davis six flags because he's a roller coaster. One minute he gets money, he get your drop 40, 42. The other minute he'll drop uh, 17, 15, 17 points. And we can't have that. LeBron is in um, LeBron is in year 21. He's in year 21. Of this year, he's the only player. I think the only six players that play a season 21, and he's trying to give the keys to AD. He gave them championship during COVID, during the bubble, and he's giving the keys to AD. I think AD just don't want it because if you realize AD's not built up to pressure, he's not built up to be that dude. Even when he was drafted by New Orleans uh, with the first pick, he hasn't lived up to his responsibilities. He had one season. I think he played like 58, 60 games, and that's like he had. That's when he had MVP numbers, even though he didn't win it. And then if you saw the All-Star special when he was on first take, he said, why can't Anthony Davis be MVP? Well, now, bro, you had injury prone. And let's bring up the list of injuries that you had. Got my phone on here with Google. Let's look up Anthony Davis injuries. 
Let's look at Anthony Davis' uh, injuries. Let's see, let's, let's see the injury history. So, um, we're going to start from 20... Oh, I hope they have it. Okay, so let's start when he was drafted. Yeah, ooh, it's a lot. Lord have mercy. So, he drafted in 2017. He had an illness, left knee swelling, which is common with basketball players. Concussion, left, uh, left groin strain, sore groin, sore ankle, sore ankle, elbow, elbow sprain, right elbow sprain, right hip strain. Illness was probably he had the flu or cold. Ankle, index finger, shoulder. Rest was probably low management. Back spasm, personal back, whatever. Right shoulder, rib, shoulder, so sore right shoulder, 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 right shoulder, shoulder, ankle, knee, knee, shoulder, shoulder, gluteus maximus, your butt, 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 shoulder, shoulder, finger, 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 calf, right calf, elbow, elbow, knee, knee, elbow, 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 eye, eye, eye. Right ankle, ankle, knee, 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 ankle, finger, back. You get what I'm saying. This man can, and this is in 2020. Look, he has so many injuries, bro. He does not stay healthy, period. Looking at him now, his stats, I think this is his stats, uh, past two games, 23 and 10. We know he's going to probably, he's probably going to average 22 and 11, which he is because it's easy for him because he's a, he's a six foot 10 uh, big man with point guard skills. But he can't stay healthy. So when you look at it, he's not, he can't live up to pressure. And it's like, you went to Kentucky, you won a national championship with, under John Calipari. You went number one to New Orleans. Um, you th- they thought this was going to be a savior. Plus, you and Boogie Cousins, the tw- they called y'all the Twin Towers because both of y'all 6'10 and playing the paint. That fizzled out. Then they thought you was going to go to Boston um, during the free agency, period, free agency period, but it didn't happen. So you went to L.A. With, when LeBron went over there after he left Cleveland. And then, you know, the whole, you know, pandemic happened, COVID, the bubble, you won a chip. And that's when we saw the best Anthony Davis was in the bubble. Post-championship, has he lived up to expectations? No, because he can't handle expectations. He can't live up to his name. He ain't the brow. He's he, he, he's, the, he, he's the, he's not the brow. He's the unibrow because you, he, he's the one brow because you want to see if he can be that guy. You want to see if he can be that guy. He's a multiple all-star. Cool. Uh... Whatever you want, whatever you want to call AD, but AD is not who you think who he turns up to be. He's not, he's not, he's he's not him. Because if LeBron gets injured again, the Lakers are not going to the playoffs. The Lakers are not going to the playoffs. Now everybody gonna say, well, it's Rob Palinka, it's Genie Buss, it's Darvin Ham. Let's start from upper management. Genie Buss, Genie Buss of the daughter of the late, the late great God rest his soul, Doctor Buss. She knew she knew the business. Hello, she dated one of the best. She mar- almost married one of the best coaches in the game, the Zen master Phil Jackson. Y'all know Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan's former head coach, Chicago Bulls, six rings. He won five championships with the Lakers when he came over here. Three, five with Kobe, three with Kobe and Shaq, two post post Shaq era. He got eleven championships. So she know what it is, but she learned not only how to, not only how to run the business from her dad, but she knew what kind of coach she get to get this team. They went through the list of coaches. They had Mike Brown. Uh, David got the coach from Israel. I can't think of his name. And then they went to Ty Luke. Not Ty Luke. I'm sorry, not Ty Luke. Ty Luke was in Cleveland. I apologize. It was him, but then they got to uh, Frank Vogel. Then that fizzled out after the cha- couple years after the championship. Now they have uh, Darvin Ham, who was in Milwaukee when they won the championship with Giannis. But we're gonna get. To, we're not getting to dark here. We're now the genie bus. Now we're gonna get to Rob Palinka, who's, who's GM making these moves. 
Rob Palinka can make some good moves, but he can make some dumb business decisions when it comes to this team. God rest his soul, one of the great top five players in my book, and Kobe gave Kobe a two-year, $50 million extension, $25 million a year, when that could have opened up cash space to help Kobe even reach another level of the playoffs. They didn't. Kobe was that selfish kind of guy who needed that money because he knew damn well the Lakers weren't going anywhere. They wasn't. So he had to, he had to take the money he could. He couldn't took it. He couldn't do a Dirk Nowinski where he took a, a a hometown discount or or a Tim Duncan or even Giannis at a point. You know, even Giannis was going to take a hometown discount to get more players to help them build a championship team. Kobe's like this dude don't make a good basketball decision, nor Genie makes a good basketball decision. Then what happens after Rob Pelinka come in? They get Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson come in basketball affairs. He was going to try to help Rob Pelinka with Genie Bus make big basketball moves. Who was the first person they got? Lonzo Ball. You saw you saw how that turned out because the big daddy LeVar Ball. Big baller brand. Triple B, baby. You know that that's that's they try to be. But it didn't it, it didn't it didn't pan out with that. So Rob Palinka then post when Magic left and the LeVar experiment was a Lonzo experiment was a bust. That's when they brought in LeBron. LeBron, you know he is, we call him LeBron GM. Whatever, but LeBron is a very, very smart basketball savant. He's a great basketball mind. You have to build a team around him like the same way Phil did with Jordan. So Palinka did that, got the right coach in Frank Vogel, who's a defensive mind coach who came from Indiana, came from Indiana and built that team based on defense, and they made that trade for AD, and the rest is history. Post then, since that since that championship bubble in 2020, Rob Palinka and Dingba had made the worst kind of free agency moves. Yes, they got some, but LeBron is a... Pretty much, LeBron is the whole offense. You're going to have to give him surrounded by good bigs and shooters. They could barely get any good shooters. If you look at Cleveland Championship team, when uh, I can't think of the old the, the owner there, when LeBron was there with Kyrie and K-Love, and they had Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith and Emon, they had a whole team that was fit perfectly for LeBron to succeed and win the championship for Cleveland, especially against the 73-9 Golden State Warriors. That team was perfect. Even when KD joined, they still had the same squad, except I think uh, Kyrie left for Boston. No, no, no. Kyrie, Kyrie was still there one more year before he, the year after he left for Boston. Had a perfect team. So they, they, but they couldn't take that because it's, you know, they had that kind of that intellect where this is my team, my team, my team. So LeBron just had to do what he had to do and stay there. But you know, they make, like I said, they may keep moves, but. They haven't been to the championship since 2020. So, uh, without further ado, y'all, this is just a pilot episode. I want to see how it sounds. Um, next time, I'm going to be in a noise-free environment. So, these phones won't be going off. But I'll catch y'all next time. This is the Black Pill Sport Podcast Talk. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on the video. And I'll catch y'all later, man. Peace.